it really started out as this grassroots thing of just you know a couple of Google Hangouts, one you know meeting room in a University of Adelaide building. It was kind of pulled together in a week, and it was you know Mashable celebrated Social Media Day worldwide, and we just thought you know what could we do in a week to get people kind of thinking about social media and having a bit of fun. And here we are this year at 200. So the event has just been growing quite steadily, but also much faster than we anticipated. It's one of the more practical social media events that you can go to. So a lot of what people get out of today, they can put into their work on Monday. It makes it all worth it. Like all the blood, sweat and tears, it's all worth it to see everyone come out and just excited and buzzing and wanting to try new things. Yeah, so it's just, it, I think that's, that's what I love about today. Welcome to episode 101 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that helps you become a top communicator by sharing stories from people who are influential in their field. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Social media seems to be evolving at a rate that makes my head spin. It feels like every week a new change is announced by one platform or another. It can get confusing and it's certainly a challenge to keep up. That's why events like Social Media Day Adelaide, packed full of the latest industry insights and real business applications, are so incredibly valuable. Established in 2015 by three passionate marketers, Jennifer Everson, Rubina Carlson and Ryan Jones, who wanted to create an opportunity to share social media knowledge with the aim of making it accessible to everyone. The event has seen rapid growth, both in attendance numbers and content, building from its first year comprised of a handful of presentations and developing to now run as a full day conference. In today's episode of Be The Drop, speakers from Social Media Day Adelaide share latest marketing insights. We hear from Lucy Corns from She Shopped on audience hunger for video content. Erin Williamson from Yellow shares tips on how to connect with your customers via social media. Plus, Alex Council tells us why the focus at Cordon Bleu is on frequency and brand awareness. And that's not all. There's more. This episode is packed full of helpful social media advice. This is Be The Drop, live from Social Media Day Adelaide. Want more communication insights? Then jump onto Facebook and join me and my community of brand storytelling superheroes. It's absolutely free to join. We provide a supportive space for you to ask questions. Plus, we share a range of helpful storytelling resources. So if this sounds like your kind of group, head over to Facebook and join the brand storytelling superheroes. I'm here with our first speaker from the day, Erin Williamson, and she has just talked us through the Yellow Social Media 2018 report. Many of my listeners are small business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketers. Is there any way you could just maybe pull out a couple of key things from that report? What I would suggest for small businesses is that it's not so much the business report you want to focus on. It's actually more the consumer report. Because the only reason as a business that you're on social media is to connect with your customers. And so there are a couple of things from the consumer report that I'll pull out for you. Number one, 
a lot of businesses report feeling really overwhelmed by the amount of content that they have to generate. So what I would suggest there is to sit down, spend two hours and just get it done. Think about, you know, some other businesses from perhaps outside your competitive area and see the content that they do. Doesn't need to be groundbreaking. It just needs to be honest and fresh. But uh, try and post about three times a week. Focusing, I suppose, around tips and advice and then maybe a little bit of fun stuff. Uh, and then perhaps a harder sell around your your products and that's a great way to drive engagement with consumers they want to see a variety of stuff so that would be my number two pick and the number three pick would be boost 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 so you shouldn't put a single post on uh, social unless you're putting money behind it it doesn't need to be a lot of money even twenty dollars in your local area can have a great effect but if you're not putting money behind it only two percent of your followers will see that activity and so you're already sort of preaching to the converted right you want to get out there and create a bigger network of people so that would be my other tip that you're going to post you've got to put money behind it Oh, they, fantastic. You've just smashed out some really valuable tips. There. I'm really tired now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so they can find that at, is it yellow.com.au. So for those of you in um, wanting to get into paid advertising, um, there's also a fabulous ebook on our website uh, that would teach you all about the ins and outs of that um, that we put together recently. So that's at yellow.com.au socials-media-report and that's where all the resources are so good luck with it fantastic thank you so much Erin pleasure thanks for having me so I'm here at Social Media Day Adelaide with Lucy Corns. Thank you so much for joining me, Lucy. Good to see you again. Yeah. Always nice to see you at a familiar face at these oh, events. Fantastic. And I love hearing from you. And today you were talking about visual storytelling and video. Do you want to just maybe just share a couple of things that you talked about today? Well, I think overall, if it's not moving on social media, it's not really been seen. And we're seeing that as a massive trend. So people, the audience are just keen on consuming video. So it's a great way to get your message across. I think, you know, what I see most commonly with clients is they see video as a barrier. Like, they just don't know how to overcome the barriers to producing videos. So, um, first and foremost, it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, You know, and I think that is a perception out there that video is super expensive, but it doesn't have to be. It's about talking to your networks. If they're having video produced, who's producing it? Um, Having a look online, just searching video templates, and that will um, reveal a whole heap of websites now who actually just have all the templates done for videos and you just need to add in your images to create a video for yourself just get started with video and I guess the entry level to getting started with video is Facebook live it's not perfect so people like hearing the ums and the ahs and um it's there we go there's one there for you now (laughs) you know people are sick of perfect on social media they want something that's human and relatable and I think as long as you're not just babbling on Facebook live and you have a bit of a strategy and you're engaging with your viewers and answering questions in real time and really being guided by their uh, feedback to the Facebook Live in real time and steering it in the direction they want it to go, Facebook Live can be very, very successful in driving an outcome. And I think it's really good to think about what outcome you want to achieve um, in a Facebook Live. Is it sending them to a piece of content on 
your website? Is it driving them to book for an event? Um, is it just building rapport with your community? Live content should sit as a part of your overall strategy. So when we did this uh, Singapore campaign for escape travel, we did some polished video content. We had a blog on She Shopped. We had a strategy around social media posts. It went out on our newsletter, the She Weekly. But then when we were away, we did a lot of live content, pretty much just taking people on the holiday with us. You know, giving them tips about Universal Studios, Legoland, where we stayed, you need one room or two. And it was those live posts that drove the most commercial returns. So Crystal ended up booking $50,000 in our exact itinerary. Yeah. Um, and that was just because, you know, people, I think, had confidence to book the trip after sort of seeing what we did. You mentioned that stories in business, you know, that they're happening every day in the day-to-day. Obviously, I have a bit of a story focus, so I'm like that. You do. Yeah. We love that. You do. And, you get it. Yeah. And so you mentioned that it really brings, you know, that human element. Mm. Can you just maybe expand on that a little bit? Mm. Every business has great stories and all the content you really need is happening within the four walls of your business. And so I think most people think, oh, what do I talk about? But just really have a good look around about what's happening. What did you guys have for morning tea this morning? Was it, you know, something great that people would be interested in knowing about? Did you have a great, um, did a client have a great experience with you? Um, Tell that story. It can be really, really candid and I think people relate to it. I think I mentioned Humans of New York, the Instagram page in my talk. And I think nearly every business could run their social media in that way because it's just a heap of storytelling you know and then you can pepper that with some very marketing or sales driven content but it's the storytelling that will really get people to understand what your business is about why you get out of bed every day and what happens on the front line for you guys in business every day yeah perfect fantastic love it thanks so much thanks for having me We're here with Paul Gordon at Social Media Adelaide Day. And Paul, you're not actually in social media, but you're in, you're a lawyer. Is that right? That's right. So I I love social media, but I'm not actually an influencer as much as I'd like to be, uh, or someone who works on it every day. But I do work with social media managers and social media brands on how they deal with their legal issues. Yeah. And I think that's something that, you know, there's so many changes that are happening in the social media platforms where constantly it's evolving and there's different disruptions happening all the time how we keep up with that from a legal perspective and what our requirements are around our digital content can be sometimes left behind. It's one of those interesting things that what my job is to do is to take the law which is generally quite static and apply it to a very dynamic industry such as social media. And so you work from general principles and you have to see, okay, well, how will this work in a social media context? Because mm, the law hasn't necessarily caught up for that context. It is constantly behind and even when they try and catch up, so like 2014 they tried to fix privacy and just created a whole bunch of new problems so it's a a constant race for the law to try and catch up and I don't think it ever will it's just a matter of seeing how do we use the law that we have to deal with the changes that are happening it is impossible to be on top of every single regulation and law that's out there because we're now in a world where it's not just the Australian laws that are applying to people in Australia but European laws so the GDPR which has come Mm. out recently um those kinds of things you you do need to keep up to date with read articles blogs listen to podcasts and things like that get advice is always a a good one to do as well um but also just make sure that what you're doing is is honest truthful authentic and you're generally okay 
Mm. But another thing that we see on social media is the acknowledgement of sponsorships or collaborations. Yeah, so there's been a, a stance taken by the ACCC here in Australia and there's been a very strong stance in the US that if you are effectively being sponsored or doing content that is being paid for in any way, you need to disclose that. And that's not a new thing. That's been the case for, for decades in Australia where under the Australian Consumer Law, if you're doing something like that, it's misleading deceptive conduct if you don't tell people that it's paid for. So what we're dealing with now is a greater understanding in the community that this is what has to happen. There's a clear requirement in the US, which is why you'll often see hashtag ad and things like that, or SP. And again, that's just demonstrating there's multiple layers that we really need to be across. Absolutely. Thanks so much for sharing your time. My pleasure. I'm here with Georgina Waskett and Georgina, you've just been speaking about influencer marketing. You work at SATC and this is something you're really passionate about. Can you just maybe give us a bit of a snapshot about what you were talking? Sure. So we were talking about um, influencers and how brands work with influencers and how influencers work with brands. Um, From a South Australian tourism point of view, we work with a lot of content creators because we like to um, tap into the authenticity of uh, people who understand really great content. Um, It could be anywhere from video to stills um, and to written content from blogs. The most recent one that we did with was with Canon underscore photos um, and they are fantastic uh, content creators who have uh, fans in the UK, France, Italy, Germany and the US which are key markets for us. Um, so that was an amazing campaign and it was about a 10 day campaign but it took about three months to organise so it takes a lot. Yeah and you mentioned that, that a lot of your content is photo based content that that potentially does better for you mm. um, and you use a mix of videos as well. Um, do you want to just explain a little bit around that and what works and why? Yeah, I guess um, we've experimented a lot with video. If we're going to produce something, it needs to be very well created. Otherwise, it's literally travellers on their phone capturing something vertical where a kangaroo is hopping over a river or a koala is sniffing some wine out of a wine glass. And it's just people with the right time, who are in the right place at the right time. Um, And that video to us is the best because people know that we haven't doctored it. Um, we haven't produced it. It's it's what you're going to see when you come to South Australia. Mm, fantastic. Okay, and we've also got Sam Smith here. And Sam, you work um, with Georgina at SATC, but you're in the, a written content focus. Yeah. So how does that campaign come together then? We'll use um, keywords and what people are searching for within SA to kind of come up with our content ideas. Um, write the content using... Um, images from influencers and even our own team and then we'll pitch it to our PR company who'll get it out to I mean hopefully internationally as well as interstate interstate and then yeah just kind of spruik it on social so it's kind of a whole package. So we really get the consumer to drive the content strategy because if someone is searching for golfing in Adelaide and that is a a massive key term for us then of course we're going to write content about it because we want to capture that traffic. Social also drives our content strategy so when something works really really well on social we know that that's an interest point for people Um, and a good example of that is pink lakes in south australia so we shared an image in um, january or february i think it was and it just went absolutely viral so then we created a top 10 bucket list for pink lakes in south australia that um, article is the most popular article we've ever written on South 
www.sportsaustralia.com um, and it's been picked up internationally. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, it's really smart. You're taking what's popular on social and then populating that onto your website. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. I'm here with Alex Council. Now, you've just presented on Facebook advertising and, you know, you also mentioned some other Wild West spaces for <laughs> advertising. Give us a little bit of a recap of some top things that you think businesses need to do in order to grow online presence. To distill the sort of essence of the presentation down, we're focusing on frequency and brand awareness. And we talked a little bit about um, using tactics such as creating scarcity in your marketing, um, which the breweries do really well with limited release um, beers and things like that at a higher price point. So instead of running sales, look at frequency and look at other tactics to sort of build your brand awareness and grow sales. Yeah, fantastic. And the Facebook advertising beast, because that was one that you were talking about, takes a dedicated resource. It does, yeah. So for small businesses that may not have that resource, what's your recommendation there? We do get asked that a lot about how much time I should be spending on Facebook. And if you are a small business, we recommend running sort of free, uh, reach um, and frequency and brand awareness type campaigns. And with that sort of campaign, you give Facebook a fixed budget. You let the campaign run for 90 days and Facebook will reserve your audience for you at a fixed cost. So you're able to control your budget more easily. You don't need to go in and look at the data. Set up your advertising, leave it running and then focus on your audience or focus on your business. So get into your business, focus on what makes you money and when you're making more money, just keep pushing more budget into those campaigns. And when you get to a certain point in your business and you'll know when that is and you're making more money, um, consider getting an outside agency or a creative in to actually develop more creative and sales-led campaigns for you. Um, But those base reach and frequency campaigns around your brand at a fixed budget are really such a great way um, to look after make sure you're on Facebook make sure you've got advertising running without worrying about it every day yeah and you mentioned the importance of diversifying and looking at other channels you know what are some of those channels that people should be considering yeah so the reason to look at the other channels is, is obviously Facebook and, and Google um, it's a bidding platform the more people are on them the more expensive it gets right so if you look at the new channels you can get cheaper advertising space at a better cost um, we talked about reddit today that's Australia's now Australia's most visited website where people are on it up to 15 minutes a day in Australia so it's more popular than Facebook right now reddit do now have a self-serve um, ad platform that you can get on and you can register and you can log in and you can set up your own ads so I do recommend people look at things like Facebook or look at things like Amazon which are now in Australia um, Amazon have a thing called um, link out ads so you can advertise on Amazon even if your product's not for sale on Amazon and just run ads to their audience that link out to your website yeah we have been over the years we released some of the be the drop podcast episodes via the Adelaide subreddit and it's really funny sometimes they get picked up and they'll get a good conversation stream and sometimes not but I I like that advice for you to just give it a go, be happy to make mistakes and see what happens. I think so. And I, I, you've got to experiment, right? Because if you just stick with the status quo, you're just where all of your competitors are. So if you experiment and are prepared to take risks, take 10% of your budget, put it into something that you're not familiar with and just learn about it. You stand a chance of getting ahead of your competitors and being in front of an audience where your competitors aren't. And that's how you grow your market. That's how you grow your market share. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks so much, Alex. You're welcome. I'm here with one of the organisers for Social Media Adelaide Day, Rabina. Hi, how's it going? Good. Well, how, how are you feeling? Pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, look, we've sold the event out. It's just been amazing. Um, and also to our sponsors, can't do it without them. So UniSA, thank you very much for the venue. Um, and also to Chateau Yodara for the amazing magnums that we're giving our speakers today. Oh, fantastic. I know, lucky speakers. <laughs> and also to um, the Cordon Bleu Australia and also Refuel Creative and Jennifer Everson Consulting. 
who organises this event and why did you come up with that idea? Um, so Jennifer, actually, Jennifer Everson, she's the one who kind of started the first one. It really started out as this grassroots thing of just, you know, a couple of Google Hangouts, one, you know, meeting room in a University of Adelaide building and, and then we had drinks at the end of the day at Haynes & Co. And that's kind of where it started uh, back in 2015. And here we are this year at 200, so much faster than we anticipated. So Give me a little bit of an idea of what you expect people to take away from today? Um, I guess the, the, ta- the today really is uh, based on the idea of Mashable Social Media Day. So we celebrate, I guess, social media in terms of how we use it for business and all that sort of thing. And hopefully people just, you know, pick something up that's like, okay, actually that's something I haven't tried in my business or I haven't tried for my client or whatever, um, and I'm going to try that technique. I think that that, that to me would be the best. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And it is, it's a big, how many people? You said it was sold out. 200. Fantastic. That's yeah. a great day. Considering that the first event we ever did had like 20 people, uh, <laughs> which was only four years ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the event's grown massively in that time and we're just, yeah, super pumped. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, I'm here with Jen Everson, who's one of the three organisers for Social Media Day Adelaide. Yes. Uh, It's been a fantastic event, Jen. Thank you so much for coordinating this. Yeah, of course. So what I really wanted to know is, what was the motivation? This is the fourth year, that's right. What was the motivation behind getting this event going? When we started doing it um, in the first year, it was kind of pulled together in a week, and it was, you know, Mashable celebrated Social Media Day worldwide, and we just thought, you know, what could we do in a week to get people kind of thinking about social media and having a bit of fun and that just started out with um, literally me running around with a laptop and a microphone and doing like a live Google hangout thing (laughs) Um, and then from there you know we definitely got a lot of people interested in it and so I thought it's something that we can pull together as you know like a proper event I think we continue to do it every year because it's a it's a I I think there's just kind of a need in Adelaide for people to have that in real life experience because a lot of us are behind a computer or behind a phone a lot of the time yeah yeah and it can be quite isolated yes we're in a social yeah. space yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so, so what's been a top takeaway for you today the event's really fun the speakers are really great um, and the speakers we get obviously are Adelaide people like I don't feel the need that we have to go elsewhere obviously Erin was from Melbourne and census or yellow was great and flying her out but I think we have great people here that can help tell their story and it makes it all worth it like all the blood sweat and tears it's all worth it to see everyone come out and just excited oh, yeah. well, fantastic you've done a really great job thanks really great yeah thank you Well, I'm here with Ryan Jones, one of the three coordinators of today's Social Media Day Adelaide. Ryan, what are you hoping people are going to take away from today's event? I think it's really a good opportunity to just learn some new techniques, learn some new skills, have the lawyer put the fear of God into you. Um, (laughs) It's a really good opportunity to find out what you're going to get sued for in the next year. but it's, it's one of the more practical social media events that you can go to. So a lot of what people get out of today, they can put into their work on Monday. So that some of the things that uh, have changed in the last year, people don't know about. They know that the tools that they use don't work the same as they used to, but they don't understand why. So having the ability to go, okay, well, this is the why 
Now that you understand the why, you can look at alternative ways to be able to embrace the change. You can look at ways of being able to find a new approach to achieve what you were doing, but in a new way that is compliant with the changes. This is something that yourself, Jen and Rabina, organise as a volunteer you know, sort of group. What is it that motivates you to give up your time to bring this together? I guess part of it is the learning experience. So um, I get a lot out of being here and learning from other people. Um, I do a lot of training myself, so it's a good opportunity. Uh, I ran a masterclass yesterday. It's a good opportunity to do some training out there. Um, And also, I run an agency in this space, so it's a really good opportunity to be able to promote the agency, make people aware that we're around. Yeah, fantastic. You should throw the name of the agency. Well, the agency is called (laughs) Refuel Creative. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good idea. So Refuel Creative, we do marketing and technology consulting. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. It's been a really great event. Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.